Hello, I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal. A couple of years ago, Joanna Hogg made The Souvenir, an extraordinary feature that starred Honor Swinton Byrne as Julie, a film school student in 1980s England. Now we have The Souvenir Part 2 playing in theaters, and it's an even stronger film about grief, self-discovery, the uncertainties of the creative process, and above all, the mysterious power of the movie medium. The story picks up shortly after it left off. Julie's lover, Anthony, is gone under circumstances that have left her shattered. I'm being vague here because you may not have seen the first part, and you should see it if you're going to enjoy the new one fully. It's available on Amazon Prime. Julie is back in school, determined to pull herself together and to finish her graduation film, a gritty drama with a documentary feel about dock workers. But she's beset by doubts and fears. She's a child of privilege. What does she know about the working class? Joanna Hogg made her own graduation film as a student in the 1980s. It starred her friend Tilda Swinton, who plays Julie's loving, affluent mother, Rosalind. She's also the actress's mother in real life, so it's no surprise that the dual casting works well as it did before. The revelation, though, is Swinton Burns' growth in the role. It's an astonishing performance. She marks the stages of Julie's grief over her lost love with searing passion, yet unerring economy. Anthony once told Julie she was fragile and lost and would always be lost. Swinton Byrne lets us see the strength and courage behind her heroine's terror. She gives us the spectacle of a soul in distress, finding her way up from tragedy through her art. If all of that suggests something of a slog through emotional swamps, the opposite is true. This is a wonderfully optimistic film that almost bursts with dramatic energy. And the films within the film are wonderful, too. They include an evocation of the Richard Rogers' George Balanchine ballet, Slaughter on Tenth Avenue, a masked ball that reflects the golden era of MGM, but murkily in a hall of mirrors. There's a music video with red shoes and a bright red car, all drenched in red-blooded sexuality, and a sequence of surreal symbolism that may be meant to be meaningful or charmingly awful. Exactly how many films there are within the film is classified information, and I won't tell you anything about Julie's climactic creation, except to say you should be prepared to be delighted, bewildered, disoriented, and eventually astonished by what keeps boiling up from the wishing well depths of her subconscious. She's on her way, but Joanna Hogg is already there with one of the most fiercely and tenderly original movies in retrievable memory. I'm Joe Morgenstern. I'll be back on KCRW next week with more review.